Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is the joy of the EXP cast and my favorite Xbox co-host on the Citadel, the one and only <laughs> Stoyovich. How's it going? As I'm sipping, uh, sipping tea from my uh, N7 mug. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it does uh, N7 mug. Yeah, we are. Obviously, I I, I am a fan of the Mass Effects. It's true. You are. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's a fan of something, and you know, it's I I wouldn't I hate using the term super fan because like there's people that are fans of it. Like yeah, that's the only game that they play. Yeah. Like, have you ever joined these like Facebook groups and like these Facebook groups of people that like. You know, oh, hey, there's a Mass Effect Facebook group, and then there's a, you know, Halo Facebook group, or there's a Call of Duty Facebook group, stuff like that. And it's like, that's all these people play. And it's like, oh, blah, blah, I'm on my eighth playthrough this year, and blah, blah, this and that. And it's like, ooh, like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. those are super fans. Yeah. Those are super fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, also the people who, uh, you know, poke holes in their Garrus pillow at night, you know. Yeah. Oh, a Thane. Mm. There's a Thane, but there's a Thane body pillow too. Mm. Oh my God. I think there's a yeah tally yeah, as there, well. There's a body pillow for most of the, except for except for Rex. Although that'd probably be more like a beanbag chair at that point because he's so large. <laughs> ah yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool yeah. though. That'd be cool. I mean, everybody's got a type, right? It's true. If you're because I'm on a Mass Effect group, and. uh hearing people like you know like playing their playing their gameplay like i'm gonna be playing a biotic you know male shepherd and i'm gonna i think this time i'm gonna romance caden alienko because he's the heart of my stars and this and that and it's like oh bro take it easy yeah this time i'm gonna try to romance jack i'm gonna really appeal to her sensibilities (laughs) all right yeah Hmm. romance and video games what do you think Interesting, interesting intro topic. What do you think of romance in video games? Do you think it's necessary? I think it's fun sometimes. You know, I'm not opposed to it. You know, I kind yeah, I I kind of got against it like recently because like um, when I did the whole legendary edition. Says the man whose two favorite games are Dragon Age and Mass Effect. I know that's the funny thing because like I just recently played Mass Effect, the legendary edition. I didn't romance anybody. Why? And because why? 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 Why not? Because why? Because it's why fun. Why do I have to? Why do I have to? Because it's fun. This is I'm a good. Doing this in this Dragon Age Inquisition. I ain't romancing this a, anybody. This is a good topic for After Dark, by the way. No, this actually would be actually. So yeah. I I would be interested in talking about that in After Dark. Is is romance in video games necessary? Yeah. Because believe me, when I first started, I was like tally best girl, man, tally best girl, hmm. and I think uh, I like romance Liara, romance Tally. Um, I romanced Kelly Chambers. You know, that was, uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. Mm. But, because uh, she ended up being a bitch later. Mm. Mm. Do you remember that? In Mass Effect 3, she was, man. Yeah. That was a dark, uh, that was a dark tale in that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll save that for later. Anyway, the. Um, I was, I every time I play Mass Effect, it's Liara. It's Liara? Yeah. yeah. I don't she know. I just, I just always, like, I follow that path, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, because, like, Miranda is, like, too, uh, it's the obvious choice in Mass Effect 2. Like, they, if they, 
I think they made her for you to go after her, right? Like, I feel like that was like the intent of Miranda, right? As I make a woman's figure out of my hands on. Well, I mean, you know, she has a female figure, I guess. Yeah. And then like, you know, and, and I don't know. And then like people's, I I don't know. I just wasn't ever interested in anybody else. And I was like, Liara is like, she's, she's fun. She's kind of like, unapologetically naive in certain ways that like yeah and she could be kind of like a not a stick in the mud but she's like kind of like you know that stiff one at parties Mm -hmm. i guess you would say almost like a prude at some point Mm -hmm. um yeah the like especially at the citadel when Mm -hmm. like uh tally and uh garris were roasting her pretty bad (laughs) yeah pretty that was pretty funny yeah but i i i always i always like liara and like even I'm planning my playthrough now to, mm-hmm. to play through it in the next couple of weeks. And like, I still think I'm going to go Liara, you know? Yeah. I feel like if I said I romanced Ashley in the first one, people would like come after me with like pitchforks you and, you know, burn my yeah. house down, you know, because that's the way the internet is this, this time, this, this, yeah. I don't know. And I don't, I don't understand why people don't like Jacob. Like the, <laughs> the only reason why I'd like, I heard, a bad thing about Jacob is if you romance Jacob mm-hmm. in two and you get into a relationship with him, he moves on without telling you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That. Because hmm. okay. like uh, in the third one, uh, he he gets involved with uh, with one of the doctors that he works with on that base that he's protecting. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, you know, your female shepherd is like, hey, I thought we had a thing. And he's like, what do you expect me to do? Wait around for you? And yes. She's. Yeah, you're like, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> I am Commander Shepard. <laughs> God damn it. God. So, also, like, it kind of happens when if you romance Ashley or Caden also in the first uh-huh. game, and then you go to the second game and, like, you meet them on the, on uh, whoever, whichever one you saved or romance. Horizon. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, depending on if you romance them or not, they, like, really, like, get mad at you because you mm-hmm. left and they're like, I moved on. And it's like, no, no, no you didn't. No, you didn't. This is why. This is why Liara is the one. Yeah, because she's got your back no matter what you do, where you go, who you're with. Even she's if you, there, she's the real OG. Yeah, even if you can't play with her in the second game until the Shadow mm-hmm. Broker. Yeah, she still got you. She's got you. So I think that's the only right answer. Mm-hmm. It's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm uh, ooh, hold on. Ooh, ooh! Paramount Pictures commented on my Halo TV show uh, article. Oh, on LinkedIn! Wow! It says Corey, thank you for sharing. Uh, the series will air on Paramount Plus in March. See you there, Spartan! Wow! You got called the Spartan, bro. I did. Wow! Well, wow! Wow! <laughs> I feel so cool. If you guys, uh, if you guys are just listening to the audio, he's got the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Huge grin. Big no, grin. that's all good. It's all good. I got excited. Don't let that. Don't let that get to your head now. No, it's already there. It's living okay. in there. It's living in it. It's moved it's in. It's unpacked. You know, it's sleeping on the futon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sleeping nice. on the futon. <laughs> Oh man! I had a futon. Yeah, futons are not comfortable. 
Well, you really have to you really have to get a really good mattress. Yeah, but even then you might as well just buy a bed cuz it's a bed. Yeah. And a good futon mattress is about as expensive as like a mediocre bed, you mm-hmm. know? So. Yeah. I mean, I get the versatility, right? Mm-hmm. But you get a sleep number bed and it sits you up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I know they're really expensive, but it's like it's like futon plus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it turns into a couch, you know, when you're, you know, you're just talking, shooting the shit, playing some video games, watching a movie and stuff like that. And you're like, all right, time to go to bed. You know, mm-hmm. genius. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Futons, man. Man, have you ever sat on a futon without a mattress? That's a bad decision. I'll say that's a bad decision. Why? Did you I, do it as a dare? No, I did it kind of on accident because I wasn't paying attention. I was at someone's How house. How did you do that on accident? I was just at someone's house and it was kind of dimly dark. Like it was really dark and like it was okay. a, it was kind of like a party and I I was talking to someone and I went to sit down and uh-huh. I sat on the futon because they took the mattress <laughs> to do like I don't know, I think half of them were drunk and probably sliding down the stairs on this futon mattress. It'd be like that though. Yeah, and I sat down and uh yeah. Good thing I sat mm-hmm. on, sat where like the bars were like supporting my butt cheeks though, because if it like went up the crack, one bar goes up the, it's done. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, some people are into that. It's not, yeah, me, you know, some people are into that. Yeah, it's okay if you are. I'm just saying, I'm not. You know, not me either. Not me either. So, ah, <sighs> Stoy. You know what? Mm. You know what? Mm. This is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast, part of the Boss Rush Network. You can catch us live. For a little bit. <laughs> I know. On Twitch every Sunday night or on podcast services and YouTube on Tuesday mornings. If you listen to on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five star rating and a nice review. We really appreciate it. Also, with every episode, just a quick little thing uh, Anchor allows you to put like polls and questions. So I've been leaving a question that has to do with the episode on Spotify. So if you want to participate in that as well, you can do that. Uh, so what? Wait, what? You can do you can do a poll on Spotify or something? Or yeah, if you up if you on Anchor, which is where we host our podcasts, right? It allows you to create one poll per week and one uh-huh. like question that people can just answer per week. Okay. And so I try to do that once a week of things that pertain to the episode. Got it. And it's really fun. Cool. I have I never promoted it, but I'm going to start. Because I think it's All fun. Right. Uh, maybe I'll start doing that more towards like the end of the episode. Maybe it'll have to do have to do with our topic, mm-hmm. our main topic. I think that would be a good way to engage too. So, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And check out all of our shows and content on BossRush.net. You can get your Arsenal X merch on the Boss Rush store. Go to the store icon or go to redbubble.com slash redbubble, uh, boss, <laughs> wow. Rush network. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check out all of our store stuff. We're going to jump into what we've been playing in weekly pickups. Stoy, we're going to start with you as always. What are you, what are you playing there? Well, um... I got into project mode this week because I started I, my man cave is the basement. Mm-hmm. I have this kind of kind of long room where it's just, you know, mm-hmm. is is my man cave, whatever. So 
um, I have my TV mounted on a wall and I got like two little shelves and stuff. And I got like bookshelves and just kind of figures and other shit just kind of randomly strewn about whatever. So I kind of started getting to a point where I'm like, well, I kind of want to do some like redesigning, reconfiguring Mm-hmm. of some things you know just kind of make this look a little bit cooler so i got into deep diving on youtube of like watching uh people tour their own little man caves and like this mm-hmm. is my video game room and whatever and there are some people out there man wow mm-hmm. they have they have some epic video game setups i know it's crazy like, i mean people go I have, out man yeah no i i mean i have a wall like i have I think my collection right now is like 1,200 video games across like multiple different systems. Mm-hmm. So like I have uh, kind of like a GameStop slash like wall of like video games, and uh, I actually ended up getting these. Uh, you know, on the Nintendo 64 cartridges, have you ever seen the stickers that are on mm-hmm. the edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got like a whole stack of those, and um, I uh, yeah, I was just like kind of like taping on the ones that I have for the Nintendo 64. I was doing that the other day. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I bought like three wall mounted, like, you know, square shelves, whatever. To I hung on the wall yesterday. I've got these like picture shelves that I put on kind of like close to the ceiling, you know, for my pop vinyl figures and my me- amiibos. And then I realized I probably need to start collecting more amiibos because I have plenty of room left. Um and uh, I got enough room for maybe more pot vinyl figures. And, yeah, it's just kind of like all mixed things. So I was kind of moving things around, like, all week and trying to get some inspiration from what other people are doing. And, I mean, maybe that'll be a project in the future, like, where I get more in-depth into doing more lighting-type things. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, besides, you know, continually playing Dragon Age Inquisition, I uh, ended up... Uh, picking up the upgrade for uncharted four oh, on the yeah. Um, yeah on the playstation 5 because uh did you get the <clears> whole thing or just that one i well it's interesting because and it's going to be harder now to keep track of this because the way they marketed this game was that oh buy it on the playstation 5 now but there's never any marketing that outwardly tells you if you own the PlayStation 4 version, there is an upgrade fee uh-huh. of $10. So I own both Uncharted 4 and uh, The Lost Legacy, which was like a DLC, but it was it was not a DLC. Um, but if you pay 10 bucks for the upgrade, you get the upgrade for both games instead of having to pay 50 bucks for just a brand new game. Cool. So that's what I did. I, I jumped back into Uncharted 4 and... Man, that, that that game is so good. <laughs> like, um, it's not a uh, hugely significant upgrade in terms of graphics, but the frame rate is much smoother. Um, the graphical quality is better in terms of like, you know, uh, faces and like there, there's a little bit more detail in the facial structure and facial animation. Like, it's a little bit there's a little bit more high fidelity in it, and uh, even some of the backgrounds and stuff like the draw distances are a lot better. The close-up detail is much better, um, but that's like if you're really paying attention to it. If you're just gonna play the game and rush through it, like you're probably gonna notice like the colors are a little bit pop a little bit more, and obviously the frame rate. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I I, I have always loved the Uncharted games because the whole like history and exploration type thing, 
Mm-hmm. And th- that's why I'm really hopeful for like you know few, like Indiana Jones to have that same kind of uh, that that same kind of magic mm-hmm. of just like really finding cool um, cool historical sites and like you know ancient sites or whatever. Yeah. Did you play Uncharted Four? I did. I've played them yeah. all. I don't know if you re- I remember this because I I I don't know. I think I I must have forgot about it my first playthrough. But like there was the sequence where. You're trying to find this particular gravesite, but you have to like look for like uh, particular skull and crossbones and particular uh, year dates. So like you know you're looking through all the all, all the mm-hmm. gravestones, and he looks at one, and he's like, "Oh no, not this one. Bad dates." <laughs> yeah, and then I your brother, that. yeah, your brother Tommy, he uh, he laughs. He's like, uh, "And I was like, ah, I get it." Yeah, Indiana Jones. Oh man. So, I use that. By the way, speaking of bad dates, I used that. Uh, oh my gosh, what just happened? Uh, I used that on uh, one of our podcasts, one one of the After Dark episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was literally like it was literally called Bad Dates, the episode, yeah. and then I used the picture of uh, what's his face catching the date in the midair as mm-hmm. Indy threw it up in the air and caught it. That was the image of the it's a thumbnail. That's all. Continue. Nice, yeah. No, that was um. I there's so many quotable lines in uh, in, in that movie. I mean, just uh, obviously not a lot of people are gonna, you know, not a lot of people are gonna get it sometimes. But yeah. but um, <clears throat> pickups wise, I did uh. But I mean, I mean, besides the fact, I guess going back to Uncharted Four, if you have it already, just get the upgrade. Like, mm-hmm. um. There is an upgrade for it, and I I think it's going to be harder nowadays with um, trying to kind of determine. Like, you're going to have to do an internet search like, oh, does this game come with a free upgrade, or is it going to be um, pa- a paid upgrade? Because I think I remember telling you about that. I, I got burned with that once. I got an Xbox game that I thought were, was going to get an automatic upgrade, but didn't realize the Xbox One game was just an Xbox One game. Yeah. So you have to be certain that you're getting the series x copy or that it has smart delivery so to speak yeah so um i yeah i I think now that there's probably going to be more remasters coming of you know previous gen games so we're gonna have to kind of be a little bit paying paying more attention to those upgrades but yeah otherwise i picked up a few retro things like you know um i picked up um Dead to Rights on the PSP. Ended up picking up like Justice League's Hero, Justice League Heroes for the PS2, um, nice. and uh, I think uh, last week I ended up scooping up some more things from that uh, backwards compatibility sale. Mm-hmm. So I ended up picking up Sonic Generations, which nice. I have I've yet to I've yet to play again. But nice, and some other stuff I forgot. But yeah, the Sonic yeah. Generations is great. No, Good yeah, pickup. it is like, it's um, it was like two bucks too, and it's I like the, the best. Uh, it's probably one of the arguably one of the best Sonics to have come out in the last like fifteen twenty years, I think. Honestly. I would say it is the best Sonic outside of maybe Sonic Mania. Yeah, Sonic Mania was really good. Kind of yeah. brought back that old school style, but yeah, Generations was amazing. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's all I've done. Nice. Uh, let's see. Since since we recorded last, like that. Monday I packed everything because I left on Tuesday for a, a work trip 
Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get to play much Xbox. I, I played a lot of Mario Kart with people from work, and I played a lot of Metroid uh, Dread trying to really wrap that up because, uh, A, I'm bad at uh, Metroidvania games, but I really want to finish this one. So I'm really trying to hunker down and beat it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, re- it's still really good, though, man. That game, man. Say what you want about the Switch hardware, but Nintendo kind of knows how to optimize their games for it. Uh, yeah, I know. I've the- not heard I've not heard good things about uh, Legends Arceus though, in terms of graphics. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I heard it kind of like looks like 360 PS3 graphics. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what I expect from Switch mostly. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I mean, like, I don't really like. I guess when I when I when it comes to Switch games, I have expectations that are mm-hmm. lower in terms of yeah. graphics than the other consoles right i just always have and i, I mean, always will i do too but i think something like when you've I, I i suppose like i mean and pat explained this to me it's like when you compare a game like breath of the wild that came out right at the you know right at the start of the switch life cycle mm-hmm. and then five years later you get rcs and it looks worse than breath of the wild yeah but then like, you but then you have then you have the thing where like oh well Nintendo and the Zelda team have been making console games for years and this is only what their yeah. second outing Game mm-hmm. Freak's second outing as a console game yeah as like a fully fledged like 3D yeah. game yeah yeah so i mean i get it yeah i mean i get it too i i'm not expecting much from a pokemon game in terms of like fidelity or frame rate like i i'm really not especially their first kind of openish world game right just not yeah uh, but also I'm probably not going to get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I thought about it. I was like, Oh man, I've seen a lot of people really hype this game up. And then I'm like, yeah, but am I really going to play it? No, I'd rather save that $60 for something else. I, uh, we won uh galley trads giveaway. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he sent me a message last night because, uh, Pat ended up picking up an extra copy. So we're doing a giveaway on the EXP cast and, uh, galley trad, sent me a message last night, Jacob from the Pow Block. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know who he is. Um, he sends me a Twitter message saying, Hey, you guys won the gift the giveaway. And like Pat has it, Josh has it. And I was like, I, I mean I guess I'll play it if Dan doesn't want it. And Dan is more of a Pokemon fan than I am, so I was like, here you can have it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just, you know, not gonna bother, I don't think. I as mm-hmm. much as I like I would really love an open worldish style Pokemon game, but like the time has passed for me for Pokemon. I think like red and blue and gold and silver were like the games that I really enjoyed. And yeah, like I played let's go Pikachu for a while just to get that. Oh, this is really an, a nice nostalgic hit mm-hmm. for that era. And I'm like, that I'm, it's good enough for me, you know? Yeah. I never got, never got into it. Never. I mean, I, I played let's go, um, you know, because I, I really wanted to try out the whole Pokemon thing, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Well, the only thing is, is, like, my daughter is getting to the age where she's starting to like Pokemon because my nephews like Pokemon. Oh, okay. And she's, like, really obsessed with Pikachu and whatever else they're into these days. I don't know. Pikachu's still around, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pikachu's still a thing. Yeah. I mean, I figured. I see him everywhere, but I just like, I don't right. know if, if people who play this generation of Pokemon really care about Pikachu the way, you know, it's like, it's like people that grow up in this era of Disney. Do they really care about Mickey Mouse? You know, 
Yeah, I suppose when you yeah, I mean when you think of Disney, that may not be the first thing you go to if you're a kid versus an adult like us. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm probably not going to get it. I'll probably just if she wants to play something like that, I'll just let her play Let's Go. That seems like a good starter for a four year old. Yeah, I'll say. So, uh, so I I played a lot of Metroid Dread. I did play some Halo, but. I kind of like fell asleep while I was playing last night. So I, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was, dude, I was so tired that time, that time from the West coast to the East coast is just brutal. You don't yeah. think three hours is a lot of time, but three hours is a lot of time. No, it is for sure. Uh, uh, but I did pick up a lot of things. I picked up a, a day one Xbox one controller to display. Okay. Cause, uh, like you, I'm, getting ready to move out of this office and move to the room behind that curtain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to be the kid's toy room just because there's dude, there's so many toys behind that curtain. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> it's <laughs> stupid. I'm like, I knew I had a lot of toys when I was, when I was little, but this is just ridiculous. Uh, so I'm kind of like buying these displays for controllers. I think I showed them on last week's episode. They're like, just yeah. like these little clear stands. Yeah. Um, what were they called again? Because I, I, I think you sent me the link, but I, I don't know if I missed it or what. Yeah, I actually ordered two more um, orders because I ordered two more today, and they're supposed to be here tomorrow, which is nice. Uh, they're called uh, O-Prior, O-A-P-R-I-R-E, Universal Controller Stands. Okay. And you can buy like one a one level one or two level ones, so you can display two controllers at the same time. Uh, O A P I what? O A P R I R E. Okay. And they come in blue, red, and clear. Okay. And, uh, I see it now. Yeah. They're really nice. They're only like fifteen bucks. You know. It's... Yeah, for two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to put it on my wish list just to kind of get back on it because I was thinking about doing something like that too. And I was thinking about actually like taking like a large wood slab. Mm-hmm. Like I had this idea of like taking like a cross section of like wood, like a tree or something like that. Oh yeah. And, uh, doing, um, you know, kind of mounting the controllers on that. Yeah. But that, uh, who knows? I heard those things are pretty expensive. Yeah. I have, I have a shelf that I'm going to display them on there currently holding all of my disney infinity figures there's three of them up here (laughs) yeah Uh, but i'm probably going to put some of those away and display these xbox controllers uh i do think it's cool that i can display every single disney infinity character on these three shelves though yeah i'll say impressive it's the only collection i ever completed okay i even have like the crystal clear ones i thought about there and there's also two of them that are they went into production, but they were never sold because the game was canceled before the expansions came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost thought about buying Peter Pan because he was the next character listed to come out. And they, they were packaged and boxed and everything. But you go to buy them now. They're like upwards of like $500 right now. Ooh. So wow. I was like, nah. Nah. Uh, let me look it up, actually. I'm interested now. Uh, but I picked up... The day one controller, I ordered two more display things. And then I there's a good sale going on right now. I picked up Splinter Cell Blacklist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked up 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'd never played it, and I'm like, that's I, the best one. I know that's campaign what, wise. That's what I hear. I I, I only want to play the campaign. I don't I don't care about multiplayer for Call of Duty. I have my multiplayer yeah. games. I'm set in the multiplayer mm-hmm. space. I don't need to add another one. Yeah. But I I heard the campaign was pretty good, and I think the last campaign I played was like Black Ops Two. Wow. Uh, so wow. yeah, I just. I just never, I was never a big Call of Duty guy. I played a lot of Modern mm-hmm. Warfare because obviously when it came out, it was like the biggest thing on the planet. But yeah, after that, I was just kind of like, meh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I got that. What else did I get? I got one other thing that was really cheap, but now I forget. So whoops. But that's, that's all I picked up. That's all I've been playing. Nothing really special there mm-hmm. but you know what is special Stoy mm. the Halo TV series has released officially this trailer yep that the, trailer yeah did you watch it yeah I watched it okay it's uh so during the NFL playoff game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs today on Sunday Paramount released a powerful trailer go, go Bengals though huh I know I mean, first time in like thirty years. Yeah, don't rub it well in. Well over I'm thirty. A Browns years? fan. We don't like the Bengals. Oh, I know. Yeah, but still, Pass. like pretty, pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, but the Browns have never been to a Super Bowl, so. Yeah, that's true. I don't care. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, you know, so many people think the Packers are going to make it to the Super Bowl this year, and they're always heavily favored, and they always choke at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, like this year? Yeah, like this year and last year, and uh, pretty much every other year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. By the way, would it be? <laughs> by the way, uh, one of the guys on the on the trip I was on, uh, Carl, mm-hmm. he he uh, was one of the delegates at the event I was at. He like yeah. we did this thing that was a hometown gift exchange, and uh, he, <laughs> I got I got his gift, and it was a bunch of Chiefs stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a there's a. Patrick Mahomes bobblehead sitting up on my <laughs> chair over there and like a block with the Kansas City Chiefs logo on it and a lanyard. And there's a hat and I told him I'd wear it on the show to make him happy. And mm-hmm. my daughter took it and put it on her teddy bear, which is hilarious. Oh. So, okay. Sorry, Carl. I would try I was going to wear it, but it, my daughter took it. I can't say no to her. So. Yeah, you can't say no to that. Nope. Yeah. Uh But where was I going? Oh yeah. Uh, Halo, <laughs> Halo trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paramount released a powerful trailer for the series starring Pablo Schreiber as John One One Seven, Danny Sapani Sip- as Sergeant Johnson, Olive Gray as Miranda Keys, and Jen Taylor reprising her role as the voice of Cortana, Chief's AI companion, and Doctor Catherine Halsey. Halo, as described by Paramount, is quote. An epic 26th century conflict between humanity and an alien threat known as the Covenant. Halo will weave deep, deeply drawn personal stories with action, adventure, and a richly imagined vision of the future. There are new and familiar faces in the trailer, as well as uh, recognizable foes that Chief and his new team of Spartans will face. Iconic vehicles and authentic... Uh, whoops, I meant to say iconic weapons and authentic vehicles and ships it definitely hit a lot of things that fans of the series will love. The, um, the covenant design looked pretty good. Yeah. 
I was I was shocked at how good the production was on them. It looks like it looks like people. It, it looks like a mix of CGI and uh, uh, practical. So yeah, I really yeah because no, um I I know there was like that um there was like that one like fight scene that Chief had where he was kind of like ducking and weaving in between two of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like part of that looked real, but also like mm-hmm. part of that looked kind of fake, where it was like okay, yeah. it looks like he's like kind of fighting on a you know, with green screen and like fighting at nothing, mm-hmm. but like it's still like the covenant the way they moved, like it looked real. Yeah, I wonder so. if I wonder if it was like a wire thing mixed with people in like kind of green screen suit style things. Yeah, because like those suits, I've seen the suits that they wear for those. It's the same suit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw the remake of Beauty and the Beast. It was really bad, but the behind the scenes stuff was cool because, uh, the guy that played the Beast was in this kind of it almost looked like a mech suit where he was actually acting in this kind of green and gray suit. So like okay. he got the form factor of like the legs cause they're, they kind of look like dog legs mm-hmm. and like he, he got to like kind of walk in these, this kind of big suit that mimicked the beast's body type. And I wonder okay. if that, those are the types mm-hmm. of suits that they're wearing mm-hmm. um, because those, that suit that he was wearing for beating the beast was like, they could easily, have someone walk around in that type of suit and actually put armor on it to make it look Mm -hmm. like a practical effect. And then like, obviously the face and kind of maybe the texture on the skin and stuff would be CG. Okay. Uh, But I was really into that trailer. I really liked it. And I know a lot of people, I dude, as soon as, as soon as that trailer hit nothing but negative things to say, everybody on Twitter, I was like, you know what? I'm into it. My -hmm. new year's resolution was to be positive about everything. Well, not everything, but most things. I'm going in. I'm like, you know what? I like Halo. I want to see Master Chief fighting aliens. I want to see Cortana. I'm kind of curious. What did they? What, what bad did they have to say about it? Oh like... gosh. Okay. Steve Downs isn't playing Master Chief. It's not following the canon of the of the first game. Miranda Keys is black. Mm-hmm. Cortana isn't blue. Doctor Halsey's too young. The, the everything looks like it has a matrix style filter on it like oh okay god just shut up it's halo you know, I, I i want people out there to understand something the franchise that you love you don't own that franchise right you may love it to death but you do not own it so if uh, they come out with a non-canonized halo with miranda downs as a black woman, fuck off, deal with it. Yeah. Like it's, it's, just, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of that whole, like, and hmm. you know, entitlement that some of these fans have where it's like, if you don't like it, then okay, fine. I guess you're gonna have to find a way to deal with it. But like to go on blast with it and just like dump yeah. on it even well before, you know, even after watching like a, just a two minute trailer of it, mm-hmm. like really? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Oh, the other the other complaint was like, Chief's upper body's too small. His team of Spartans isn't blue team. Oh uh, my god! Because like all three of the Spartans that are with him are made up are new characters for the show. All the yeah. Spartans are new characters for the show. It's like, man, just relax. Let it go. Let it go. Like Let I thought, go. just enjoy I, things. <laughs> I'm like this. This is gonna. I think it's gonna be cool. Like I don't care if it's mediocre. You know, this is. I'm excited for this show. You know. Yeah. It's like. This reminds me of like all the Star Wars fans who claim they're Star Wars fans but only like Empire Strikes Back. 
Oh, yeah, because Empire Strikes Back was the best Star Wars and nothing ever tops it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. I'm so glad I'm, like, not – I at least I hope I'm not like that. There's only one franchise that I'm like that with, and I don't even think I'm totally like that, and that's, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Like, even – I even I even like the Michael Bay movies. I thought they I were did, fun. I, I did too. I don't like to say that out loud, so that's why I'm glad you're the first to say mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but but I, I I like the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, they were cool. I I liked how each turtle had their own personality and distinct look. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad it wasn't the 80s and 90s cartoon. Okay. Well, you know, if, eventually when you when you get franchises like that that evolve over generations, mm-hmm. they have to kind of match with whatever the generation kind of mm-hmm. goes into. So you get a lot of the like the only thing I didn't much care for was the design of the Thundercats cartoon that they did. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it look like Adventure Time looking mm-hmm. art style, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I like that, but you know what? I'm not gonna watch it, and I'm just gonna be okay with it. Yeah. Instead of they, just, like, blasting it. They did that with the new Ninja Turtles cartoon, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It got canceled after, like, two seasons. Yeah, I heard that one didn't go uh, very well either. Yeah, well, they changed everything. Like, Raph was the leader, and, like... Raph was the leader? Yeah. And, like, okay. April was a scientist, which which was fine. Like, I don't mind that change. But people, like, even then, I'm like, look, I'm a 35-year-old man, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't get to dictate what cartoons are for children <laughs> yeah and i had my time you know yeah, what? exactly and you know like like we like i said before you don't own that either yeah you don't own Raphael. you don't own you know april you don't own the ninja turtles you don't own anything mm-hmm. like you know and, and they don't owe you shit <laughs> and besides i have my 1990 teenage mutant ninja turtle movie on blu-ray if i don't like what's out now i can pop that in and be like hmm that's Ninja Turtles. It's good. Yeah, cool. All right. And cool. then you move on with your life. Yeah. I don't have time to complain. You know what? If I had enough time to complain about everything I didn't like, you know how much time I would have? How you much know? time, Corey? Not, I mean, enough. I would have enough, enough. time to yeah. be productive for other things, you know? Yeah. You can you can dedicate your energy to maybe other things. Yeah. Uh but. I but I really liked the Halo trailer. I thought like seeing the weapons in Master Chief in like like real Master Chief, right? Like in, in mm. live action and the weapons and uh, the ships and the Warthog. Like the, when the Warthog rolled up, I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then when yeah. like the the Banshee showed up, like it, I, it was just cool. You know? I don't know the energy sword. I was like all cool with. Yeah, too. where he was like cutting through the wall with it. Mm-hmm. Episode one, Star Wars style, which I know yep. nobody likes that movie either. I still think it's the best of the trilogy. There you go. The best of the original trilogy? No, of the or the the, prequel, the, the, the prequel trilogy. The prequels. No, yeah. I I agree with you. Actually, that is the best one. Yeah. Anyways, Halo, Halo show. So mm-hmm. okay, so I was thinking, Stoy, for a Patreon exclusive show, we should do a review of each of the Halo episodes. And yeah, then, and then once the show is over, we'll release the release all of our reviews on YouTube. Okay, if you're up for that, I like that. Yeah, I know I like that. I'm down for that. Yeah, cool. I may have to replay some of them again, but uh, only only for a short amount of time because I mean I I own every cop every version of it. So yeah, but yeah yeah I could totally do that. Yeah, be cool. Yeah. 
Look at us. Halo Reach is, Halo Reach is going to be in our top, in my top two or three, probably. Yeah. I, oh, I meant so, review each alert. episode of the show. Oh, each episode of the show. I thought you meant each 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 video game. Oh, I mean, okay. All I right. mean, we could do that too. No, yeah, I don't. I don't mind doing that. Because I I was re- planning on replaying them too. all this this year. Yeah. So we could do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah be cool. We know we'll do all of it. Do it all. All the Halos. Hmm. Would yeah. That, would that include I'm, Halo I'm, Wars? I'm, Halo Wars and Spartan Assault. Okay, I'm not. I'm not playing those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing those. I'm not into RTSs. Okay. So, uh, I did. I, I did have a soft spot for ODST. I know at the time not a lot of people liked it because it was mm. kind of a weird break in form. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it, it was cool. I, I, I didn't really like understand it at first because I'm dumb. Yeah. But it was cool. I I liked it. I haven't played it since it came out though, so I, I wonder how it holds up. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact about ODST. The first ever Easter egg for Destiny was an ODST. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's not in the Master Chief collection because okay. uh, Bungie owns Destiny and 343 owns Halo, or Microsoft owns Halo, and they didn't leave it in. Because it's, it's, po- it's literally a poster of the Traveler. Oh, and, okay. And then it said, uh, what was it become le- uh, it said something along the lines of the original tagline of of destiny like become legend or whatever okay and it was just like a small poster in like one of the alleyways where one of the audio logs for the side story was mm-hmm. and uh nobody really knew what it was because everybody just thought it was like a picture of the moon yeah and, like i don't it was it was like a cool thing well i had i had no idea mm-hmm. that seems kind of like weirdly petty but i guess <laughs> Well, they, it's just, it's like a copyright thing, I guess. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Let's see. I want to see what this this really is because it was it was really fun and interesting. Uh, it said, oh, it says uh, Destiny awaits, and it's a picture. It's a picture of the Earth with the Traveler sitting above Russia, which is okay. which is where like the opening of Destiny One takes place. So, okay. And then also one of the buildings in Destiny is clearly a Master Chief helmet. Oh, all right. I'll send you them in the chat because they're cool. Okay, but, but we'll move on because I know nobody cares about this stuff. Like, no, it, it is kind of an interesting Easter egg. I guess that's the I, I didn't know why ODST wasn't in the collection, so I guess that that makes sense. Well, it it is now, but they had to change it. They had to change it. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, where is where? Replace it. Yes, thank you, man. Doing stuff on the fly, story. Yeah, I feel it's you. Great, man. It's great audio for the audio listeners, you know. <laughs> well, I guess that's why you uh, you, you do post uh, you do post editing, right? I do. Maybe if you want. I do. Anyway, so let's move on to our next story here. Certain Affinity is working on a Monster Hunter style game for Xbox and Game Pass. It seems Certain Affinity, the developer behind multiplayer modes from Halo, Call of Duty, Doom, and more are creating their own IP with the help of micro, of Xbox Game Studios publishing codenamed Project... How do you say that word? Certe? That sounds French. Uh, Certain Affinity seems to be developing a large-scale multiplayer game in the vein of Monster Hunter, as reported by Windows Central and Jeff Grubb via his Giant Bomb news show, Grub Snacks. The untitled project is said to, quote, feature big monster battles with multiplayer and started development in summer 2020. Uh... 
they're looking at a 2023 reveal and a release in 2024. That sounds cool. Well, no, it does because, um, I mean, Monster Hunter Rise is doing really well for the Switch and the PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Monster and, Hunter World is Capcom's best-selling game ever. Yeah, and I think it was, yeah, one of the, I think the fastest growing game I think they've ever had, period. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think something like that, too. I mean, admittedly, it was like the first Monster Hunter. I know I played Monster Hunter for the Wii U. But, uh, no, I mean, it was one of the first Monster Hunter games. Like, it was the entry point for a lot of people. So, I think monster hunting games are kind of, uh, you know, are big for them. Yeah. Are, are big for people right now, and they want more of it. Yeah, for sure. I think I want, I think it would be really interesting if they, like, did kind of, like, the opposite of Monster Hunter, the way, like, you know, the Surge is kind of, like, the opposite of, of Dark Souls. You know, in a way where, like, yeah. maybe you're fighting monsters with some sort of cool technology. You know, mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. Although I wouldn't mind a Monster Hunter clone. It just, it just feels like, why would you try to emulate something that's out there that people are just gonna like better? So they got to make themselves stand out. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> but no, yeah, I mean, what is it? Um, uh, Dragon's Dogma. That was Xbox exclusive for a while, right? Yeah. 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 And that was kind of Monster Hunter before Monster Hunter was really big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do- Dragon's Dogma was like, I feel like that's one of those games that became really big years after the fact because people started really liking Monster Hunter and then they mm-hmm. wanted to go back to other games that were kind of like Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's almost kind of it's almost kind of like <laughs> the Souls games in a way too, where like Demon's Souls was like a really niche product. And then once dark souls came out and bloodborne, people started going back and being like, Oh, mm-hmm. what's, what's this? What's this? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what, what certain affinity does. I, I mean, they clearly know how to do multiplayer with call of duty and, uh, Halo. Yeah, did they and... do anything else? Yeah, I was gonna say, did well, they do anything else? They they've done. Uh, oh, the, they were ex Bungie ex- employees too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they left Bungie to do their own thing, but they also ended up working on Halo. I think they just felt more comfortable being able to kind of do what they wanted to do, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they did Doom's multiplayer with the snap map stuff. They did. Yep. They've done a bunch of Call of Duty maps. They did the Xbox Live arcade game Quest for Booty. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the first kind of major Xbox Live titles that wasn't Pac-Man, right? Yeah, no kidding. Or uh, Bejeweled. Yeah, uh, they yeah they do they did the port for Left 4 Dead to the Xbox 360. They at least helped with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, they, yeah they they've they've done a lot that you See, it, would just yeah. never like know that they did right. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of their mo is like we kind of are behind the scenes, but we're proud of our work type deal. Yeah, and I, and I remember the snap map feature on Doom was like really cool. It's just nobody used it because the campaign was surprisingly good i think mm-hmm. yeah no honestly this is uh i mean this is good for them to uh to kind of i don't know work on work on something of their own because you you look at their you look at their record it's like they've either helped co-developed or worked on a multiplayer dlc so yeah yeah uh, but speaking of speaking of multiplayer certain affinity is still working on halo which is you know, Great. their MO, I guess. Yep. Uh, but this time, a certain Infinity may be working on a Battle Royale mode for Halo Infinite, 
speaking of uh, certain affinity in Halo, a team at the developer is said to be creating a more accessible mode for casual players and newcomers to the franchise, and many believe it is a Battle Royale mode. In a quote from Windows Central, it states, quote, certain affinity has long been a close partner of Microsoft, working on various Halo titles from Halo 2 uh, through to the Master Chief Collection and Halo Infinite. I've received some separate hints that certain affinity may also be working on a new game mode for Halo Infinite, which could be be a take on the popular Battle Royale formula of something comp- or something comp- different, ugh, something completely different entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, though Battle Royale seem to be the butt of a lot of jokes these days, a new one within the Halo sandbox could provide a much-needed shot in the arm, especially if Forge mode can also be implemented into the mode. I think... You know, you know I, I just really think the Battle Royale formula is kind of, kind of dying. Like, I think, I mean, I think if you're not Fortnite... PUBG or Apex Legends, it's really difficult yeah. to get into, right? Because we just saw Ubisoft's first. Well, actually, a lot Hyperscape. of their, yeah. Well, Hyperscape's going. Uh, Hyperscape is going offline in what April? They said. Uh, yeah, and that game's only been out for like a year and a half. Yeah, less than that, I think. Yeah, it came out. It came out in 2020. Oh, did it? Yeah. Like it. It, yeah. it was like this big drop, but they were like, "This is our sweet new edgy, like free to play battle royale," mm-hmm. and it's like. Everyone's like, great. Yeah, and they have... And, yeah, they're already shutting it down. Yeah, and Ubisoft, Ubisoft has two more, right? They just they just kind of put out that thing where they're like, hey, our next Ghost Recon game is going to be a Battle Royale. And everybody's like, nobody yeah. wants that. And they're like, oh. Right? Oh, and then they have okay, ex- yeah. So they're, and they have so they're ex- going back and actually redoing it. They're redesigning it. So it's they said that... I think I read that it's on an indefinite hold. Yeah. So there's no release date for it because they're probably like shit we really read the room wrong <laughs> yeah and uh the other one uh x defiant is a battle royale mm-hmm. which is yep. ridiculous it's just why do you have so many like you know uh, help it's, me story. help me you know when doom came out with deathmatch right mm-hmm. deathmatch and and you know multiplayer modes other video game developers started to kind of copy suit and i remember the times where people were like oh they're just copying the doom formula yeah and now it's like team deathmatch has become has been such like an integral part of multiplayer that we don't even think to mention doom in that sentence mm-hmm. you know because enough time has passed so um battle royale the battle royale mode may go into maybe into that phase of like okay it's just copying the fortnite or the PUBG formula yeah but you know if you can integrate that into like i suppose if halo integrated it as just this is just a multiplayer mode but we're not dedicating an entire game to it yeah maybe that'll benefit them but like to create a game just dedicated to just that one battle mode you know battle royale Mm -hmm. that's a that's a recipe for disaster yeah i uh I think implementing it into, like you said, into the current multiplayer uh, uh, suite is really smart yeah. because it offers other things, right? I think that's I think that's the problem that something like Apex Legends faces is like mm-hmm. it's just a battle royale, and yeah. like not everybody wants just a battle royale; they want options, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of we kind of talked about it last week, but like. I think that's where Call of Duty's multiplayer is going to evolve, where Warzone is going to become the multiplayer suite, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then you're going to get the campaigns via Game Pass or if you want to buy it or whatever, right? And maybe you have to buy... Maybe it's like a separate package, where like, which they've already kind of experimented on PC, right? Where like the campaign yeah. costs $30 and the multiplayer stuff costs $30 or you can buy it in one package for 60 or whatever, however, you know, the super duper $3 million package or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe that's where you go where like if you want the Modern Warfare at that point probably modern warfare 3 stuff in your warzone maybe you buy the modern warzone modern warfare pack for warzone or something yeah where i don't i don't know how that's going to work but like warzone's going to become like the big multiplayer hub i feel like for call of duty right and i feel like halo is starting out with their multiplayer suite and they're adding the uh battle royale mode into it mm-hmm. and i think that's the smart way to go and that's where I kind of see like Apex is still popular, right? Like it's it's a cool oh, yeah. version because of like the their spin on it is like the hero shooter style thing, right? The Overwatch style mm-hmm. battle royale. But they don't have any other modes. Like one of the most popular modes that they had, they had a deathmatch mode, right? Mm-hmm. And it was only like a limited event and everybody loved it and then they took it away. Yeah. And it's like, well, Maybe I want to play that more. Maybe I want that Overwatch style experience in a Titanfall universe. Mm. You know? And then the other thing is is like they don't have a singles mode in Apex. It's all team yeah. based. It's all team based. And like I don't know about you, but every time I played a battle royale by myself, like I've gone in like a singles mode. Mm-hmm. You know, and like if I play with somebody, it's usually someone that I know. I'm not gonna play a team on a team with somebody I don't know. So I and, and I think that's where Halo's going to struggle a bit because you're going to have, um, you, you don't have a kind of like identity in terms of like a unique character. It's just, you know, yeah. But Master I think that's where the armor stuff comes in, though. Well, yeah. Like I mean, you'll have that, but like I think one of the things that Apex Legends did such a great job of is, and you know, games like that, games like um, you know, even Fortnite with all the different characters you can download. Mm-hmm. and overwatch where it's like you actually have unique characters mm-hmm. with unique backstories and maybe unique kind of backgrounds or whatever mm-hmm. halo just has like you know master chief armor a master chief armor b and or spartan armor mm-hmm. a and b and so on yeah so yeah i mean i guess i guess you could do that through battle passes and maybe there'll be crossover stuff like i there's been rumblings of like a doom battle pass at some point where like you unlock doom guy in, in halo or something which is well yeah i mean microsoft's got a ton of franchises that they could just slide right in there mm-hmm. yeah that'd be really interesting i don't know i think i think a halo battle royale would be big for them i i really mm-hmm. do think a battle royale in the halo universe initially would be big yeah i don't know what kind of legs it would have honestly because mm-hmm. halo is so built around that arena you know shooter space to, yeah, like put it into a battle royale would be like, I don't know. It, they could do some unique things, right? Like I, I don't think it could not not work. But I, I just think people go to Halo for different reasons than they would Apex yeah. or Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't play it. I mean, I, I don't play multiplayer in general. But I know that probably wouldn't appeal to a lot of gamers. But mm-hmm. it probably there's a still large constituent of people that play battle royale and love battle royale mm-hmm. yeah well we'll see maybe it'll maybe it'll bring that multi that battle royale crowd into halo and to you know get more eyes on halo instead of yeah. the other way around maybe yep maybe that's their goal maybe or maybe it's like a limited 
event, right? Maybe it could be mm-hmm. like a limited style event, which is very popular in Halo. Yeah. Which I think might I, it, actually be the better route. I don't know. You know, it's like limited events. It's, you know, sometimes it's just so, man, I don't know how to, I don't like limited events. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, it's to keep people engaged, right? Like that's, that's the whole draw of limited events mm-hmm. and, and battle passes and stuff, which I actually like the way that Halo's doing it is you can actually swap between mm-hmm. battle passes if you haven't finished. Oh yeah. Which is cool. Although this one ends in like May <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of February. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how well Battle Royale does. I'm intrigued, at least. Maybe probably not like itching to play it, but yeah. All right, Stoy. Let's get to the wrap up. Hogwarts Legacy and Gotham Knights are still on track for a 2022 release, despite rumors of both games being in some sort of development trouble. Warner Media CEO Jason Kilmar tweeted. Uh, Record revenues. A leading streamer just 19 months in the HBO Max build. Setting the pace for the industry creatively. Hmm. Questionable. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's been only a few years since we em- since we embarked on going going direct to customers and global uh, and going global. I'm proud to report on behalf of the team that is uh, that it is working. This mission, the stra- strategy, continues in 22 with a sense of urgency. Launching HBO Max in many more countries this quarter, and the balance of the year. Launching CNN Plus, ooh, goody, another subscription service. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> delivering a full slate of highly anticipated games. On this list of games, he the two images were Gotham Knights and Hogwarts Legacy this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, time will tell, but both games look exciting, at least to me. I think that kind of proves my point that we may not see Suicide Squad till 2023. Yeah. Yeah, because the only two games listed on the images that he tweeted out were these two. Yeah. Um, which, I guess you don't want to... Re- yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I guess you don't want to release two like Batman-themed games in one year, I think. But uh, Or maybe not in close succession. Like, we may be seeing, like especially Gotham Knights, we may be seeing sooner than we anticipate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was initially slated to come out last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, it, you want to release Gotham Knights in like February or March, and then Suicide Squad in like November. I think that would be cool. That would have been yeah. cool. And then I guess Hogwarts Legacy somewhere in the middle, probably August ish, so mm-hmm. it doesn't get eaten by eaten alive. Because I don't know. As excited as I, as I am for that game, it feels like a game that if it came out any later than September, it would be eaten alive, right? Yeah. From everything else. Yeah, it really would. I mean. I I just wish sometimes like game developers and publishers would like sit down on a round table like okay who's gonna claim April who's gonna mm-hmm. claim May okay yeah. let's try to spread this out as often as we can because you know yeah. people have wallets and families to feed <laughs> <laughs> right we can't put all our games out in one month you know like uh, the developers are doing right now like starting this week you got Dying Light two coming out and then next week you got like Horizon and then Elden Ring and oh my God <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. It's so yeah. crazy. It uh, really is. Yeah, I mean, and then like, there's 12 months in a year, guys. Like, the summer is wide open. Yeah, w- wide open. Put it out there. Put it out there, please. People, people still play games in the summer, guys. Come I on. play games in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> I'll buy your game in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I will do it. Full price. Yeah, yeah full price. I'll pay sixty, seventy dollars. Whatever. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Summer and August does not count as summer, guys. I'm talking like May, June, July. 
here. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? Switch released Captain Toad and Octopath Traveler in July. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take notes. Take notes. Yeah. And they did just fine. They did. Captain Toad's amazing. Yeah. What a stupid game. <laughs> but it's but I mean but I mean that in the best way possible. I know. <laughs> I mean the whole concept of Mario is stupid really, right? Yeah, he's, it really he's is. a fat yeah. plumber who crawls through pipes, jumps on mushrooms, eats mushrooms mm-hmm. to jump on other mushrooms, you know. Yeah. Shoots fire out of a flower. Mm-hmm. You know, wears different animal suits to do different things. It's just Come on. How high Rescue. was Mi- How high was Miyamoto when he created Mario? Let's be honest. What's going to make him grow bigger? Mushrooms, man. Mushrooms. <laughs> Mushrooms, man. Like, does he does he eat them? He's like, I don't know, man. He just touches <laughs> it. Just, that's it. No. Oh, don't touch the purple ones, though. Oh, don't, They'll kill don't, you. Don't, yeah, but the green ones will give you extra lives. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if, you, if you die, you'll come back to life. Yeah, but you only you do it a couple times, though. Not like <laughs> infinite times. Just a couple times. <laughs> So stupid. I would, love, I would love to be in that boardroom. Oh, does he have a brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a brother. But he wears white. But like we're gonna change it in the future, probably. Yeah. To yeah. green or something. Yeah. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes him though. Let's just all make fun <laughs> of him for the rest of his uh career. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the um yeah, I always maintain my uh my theory about uh um Princess Peach is actually Bowser's lover mm-hmm. and that Mario is the jealous ex-boyfriend that keeps going back to rescue the princess, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. Like Braid. Yeah, like Braid. He's the jealous ex-boyfriend that just let her go and can't let her go, so you have to go rescue the princess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Mario's so stupid, but I, lo- I love Mario games. I love just Mario. just so stupid. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. Speaking of other games coming out, uh, the Elder Scrolls Online is getting a massive expansion entitled High Isle, set to release in June. Uh, <clears throat> ancient island home of the Breton elite in the Sistiers Archipelago. Explore a bountiful tropical atoll uh, ring. Wow, ringed by stunning white cliffs and hosts to both majestic castles and dense jungles two new areas to explore high isle and aminos uh so there's a new storyline tales of tribute card game uh two new companions uh delves and public dungeons these are all things that i'm assuming people that play this game know what they are uh Mm -hmm. items and unique gear and uh, the expansion will set you back 59.99 uh, so great. Fifty nine ninety nine. Well, yeah, I suppose it's just significant. It it will also net you access to all previously released expansions for ESO, if you okay. do not own them already. So cool. Uh, you're getting so included in that would be Morrowind, Somerset, elsewhere, elsewhere, uh, Graymore. Elsewhere, I think yeah. Yeah, uh, Graymore, and the recent uh, Blackwood. So, that's a, I mean, if you don't have any of the other expansions, it's a pretty good deal. I, I'm surprised they aren't giving you some sort of discount if you already have the other ones. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in ESO, 
Have fun in June. That's one of those things they really don't. Like, um, um, so sometimes you think they would give you a discount, especially if you own past, but I, I don't see a lot of developers doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, Destiny doesn't really do it unless you buy, like, the digital deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody that buys the digital deluxe edition would already own the expansions. I don't know. Right. I, I feel like that that version is for the people who are really into it, you know? So I don't know. I don't know how other MMOs work, though. Not a Destiny's literally the only MMO that I play, and it's mm-hmm. hardly an MMO. I think of, like, I, I think of, like, you know, Rainbow Six Siege, like, for example, when the years would come out, you know, like, oh, here's the year two pack, here's the year three pack, but there was no like, hey, um, if you if you if year three came out and you want to buy packs one and two, you know, here's a discount, or like, if you want to just buy year three, here's a here's a discount even too. Like, it's just like, nope, one price for everybody. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, there's got to be a better way, guys. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, it's got to be. Also, it's also my favorite in Destiny when, like, they're about to vault a bunch of content because they take content out of the game when they get new content in. Like, mm-hmm. they always sell. Like, right now, they're about to vault the Forsaken expansion, which is ridiculous because the whole story right now is based around people playing that expansion and knowing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but they're selling it for 20 bucks right now, the expansion, and, like, they're giving you three exotic ciphers which allow you to buy the exotic weapons from this kiosk from that expansion and it's like why are you selling it now the game that comes out in in less than four weeks witch queen comes out and this is going away like i i get it but like just why mm-hmm. and it, it kind of sucks because that's that's still out of all the expansions that have been released up to this point that is clearly the best one yeah and they're vaulting it so uh, I really hope they figure that out. That's a discussion for Tower Casuals, though, I guess. <laughs> Even though we, ha- we have had that conversation at least, what is it, almost February, three times this year. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for the wrap-up. Uh, games with Gold were announced, Stoy. Are you ready for this amazing lineup of Games with Gold? Man, it's, you know, <laughs> it always kind of cracks me up how, like, PlayStation Plus new games come out and then xbox games with gold comes out and it's like man it's like nothing like hugely groundbreaking i know but when you think about it you're you're getting these games for free for life yeah yeah so it's literally like the publisher's giving you this game away for free yeah i i get it but like also this just feels like we're pushing you towards game pass right that's what all these kind of like quote-unquote bad decisions are doing right remember when they try to increase the price to xbox live and like or oh, they they backpedaled that real quick <laughs> i know and like the Remember bad that. the bad games with gold and and stuff like i mean the only one on here that's ha- i've shown any interest in playing is uh aerial knights never yield mm-hmm. it's like this... hydrophobia was really good i remember um yeah and like 2008 was... <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's one of those things um and broken sword five god i don't even know when that came out either but... i didn't know there were four other broken swords Oh are you, yeah, the, why are you breaking so just, many swords? Have you never played any of the Broken Sword games? No, I've I never suppose even, they're kind of like point and click adventures. Oh, I've never even heard of them. No, oh wow, yeah, it's a. I mean, 
They're point and click adventures. Um, there was a broken sword that Elijah Wood was in. Mm. He did a voice for one of them. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing. I mean, he was big when that game came out, maybe. Yeah. So uh, so the, yeah. the the games with gold, Broken Sword 5, The Ser- Serpent's Curse, is available from February 1st to the 28th. Aerial Knights Never Yield is available from February 16th to March 15th. That's the game. That's the game on this list that everybody should probably check out if you mm-hmm. uh, want to check them out. Uh, Hydrophobia, it was, uh, like Stoy said, an interesting game when it came out at the time uh, on Xbox Live Arcade on the 360. And then Band of Bugs, which is... Uh, I think it's some sort of tactics game or some sort of RPG tactics game, maybe. I'm not even sure. Play as your play as your avatar and fight against bugs, spiders, and even and even up to seven of your friends in Spider Hunter mode. Band of Bugs is a fast fast playing accessible tactics strategy game that puts you in the game. Wow, yeah. I hate it when people. I hate it when like games tell you that. I know. You know, like it puts you in the game. Like I don't want to be in the game. I know. <laughs> So stupid. Yeah. Uh, better update your Xbox 360 avatar if you want to play this game. Oh, God. Uh, gameplay is, is deep enough for established fans of tactics genre, but friendly enough to appeal to the casual gamer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, again, pretty poor lineup of, of games. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, Bro- Broken Sword is good, like, if you're into, like, point-and-click, like, story adventures, and I... I mean, I actually may pick this up, pick that up, because I used to play uh, quite a few of the Broken Swords back then. And, uh, I mean, I haven't played one in a long time, so I'd be curious to maybe give this one a shot. I don't know. But you got me interested with Aerial Knights. I ended up looking into that because that's like a 2D Mm -hmm. side-scroller, Endless Runner, or 3D, I I should say. I remember when this game came out, a lot of people really loved it. Yeah. Uh, I think it came out like a year ago, maybe, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I just remember that game was really interesting, and I was listening to an an, uh, an interview with Ariel Knight himself. Uh, okay, who, who's the developer, obviously, and like the reason why he kept his name in there, and uh, it was kind of like during the. This uh, is Black probably Li- one of the more newer games, right? Yeah, this game came out kind of during the Black Lives Matter movement, the you mm-hmm. know the big push initially, and like he kept it in there because he wanted people to know that you know black people can develop games too and it was really important to him to yeah. to do that and so it was it was a cool story and the game ended up being really well received too so okay uh yeah so there's your games with gold for february remember to add them to your library you don't have to play them now but in case you want to go back to them they'll be there forever yeah because it's not like they yeah they don't go away that's for sure yeah all right, time for our segment, Pass It On. What's coming to Game Pass this week, Stoy? Only one game, <laughs> uh, at least as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, don't um, worry. By the time this publishes, there'll be like 17 more games. Yeah, of course. They're just shadow dropping, and they're all going to be big names too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Dreamscaper is the one that's coming out on February 3rd. So, yeah, but actually, yeah, it'll, it'll come out probably the day after this post. But uh, this is a uh, roguelike uh melee driven combat style not not combat but like roguelike isometric third person action game where you're actually going into your dreams mm-hmm. and fighting your demons mm-hmm. and um exploring like this dark city that's kind of in your mind 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an interesting premise, but yeah, I'm not into roguelike games, so this is a hard pass for me. Yeah, it's probably going to be a pass for me too. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I mean, there's the only other things that are really confirmed this month are like you know a game called Besiege Console, which is like a physics-based building game that Edge of Eternity, that's like a kind of like an old-school JRPG, and then uh, Total War, Warhammer, and Shredders, bro. Shredders. 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 Yeah, Shredders is going to be awesome. Did you know that it's developed mm-hmm. by a bunch of people who did Amped? The, I believe it. Yeah, they developed all three Amped games. Gosh, oh, Amped okay. was cool. It was like it was like SSX com- uh, competitor pretty much mm-hmm. oh, yeah man by the way we need a new ssx where's the new ssx at we're getting I skate four we could get ssx isn't ea making that one too aren't what, they ssx ssx aren't they i don't know i thought i thought they were because I, I i know obviously they they announced that they were making a you know skate four but yeah i wonder i wonder if ea will have a renaissance of these you know, we, NBA Street, we get some FIFA Street in there. Yep. Gosh. EA Big. Yeah. Well, they incorporated FIFA Street into the FIFA games. Oh, did they? And it's some of the cringiest storylines mm. you've ever played. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, God. Mm. Of course. So they cr- would. Because they would actually bring in players, like the actual real players, mm-hmm. and like have them do voiceovers. Wow. And, and then it's like one of those things. It was like the awkward, like, you know, your avatars, like with your team. And all of a sudden, like, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo walks in and he's like in bad English. Hey, I saw you played pretty good. You do a good <laughs> job. And then your player's like, oh, my God, you're Cristiano Ronaldo. It's like, oh, God. Is that what he sounds like? I don't know. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he sounds like, you know, if he's tried to speak English. I mean, I believe you. Yeah, have you seen that Theragun? That Theragun commercial? Uh -uh. He's like, at my age, I need to be healthy, so this is the best way. (laughs) Oh no, never seen that. I don't know. It's okay. And he's and he's like massaging himself. That that that, that's Mm. what that motion was doing. That's mm. driving all the ladies wild with his half naked ass, like on the bed, just like Mm. massaging his muscles. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. You dreaming, bro? Mm. No. Dreaming. No. Okay, sure, whatever. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if this was newsworthy, but they're re- releasing a... Uh, there's another soccer game being released. What is it e- the the Konami e-soccer or e-football? The free-to-play one? No, it's, no, it's not that one. It's... Uh, um, God, what was it called? Was it EFL? No, it wasn't that. Um, um, but it was like a... I looked it up today, but because it's supposed to be a free-to-play game. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, it's, oh, man. Yeah, it's like a free-to-play game, but it's got, like, 5,000 licensed players. And it kind of delves into you literally making your own dream team. Hmm. It's called UFL. Wow. And they released a trailer for it where they said, coming out when it's done, 2022. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's basically like, yeah, you're just basically like kind of buying, you're, you're earning credits in the game, you're buying players, you're creating your dream team, so to speak. And then obviously you're going online to compete. So, hmm. I mean, I know you're not interested in this, and I am not interested I, in this at all. But. I mean, I'm sort of interested. 
I'm not like interested but, in playing it, but it's an interesting story. We need, you know, I mean, sports games need competition. I think it kind of makes the, it, it drives innovation because that's why, you know, games like FIFA or NBA or Madden, like mm-hmm. they're the same year after year because there's no competition. There's nothing yeah. like driving them to innovate. Mm-hmm. Madden so. is like the worst and it's coming. It's 22 is coming to, oh, that's the big thing that I forgot to talk about. Well, they're not coming this week. They're coming at the end of the month, but all of the 2022 EA sports games are coming to Game Pass at the end of February. Oh, very cool. After, I guess, after like the Super Bowl's over and everything, like mm-hmm. I'll be checking out Madden 22 and I'll give you an update on how much of the same it is. Cause <laughs> I played, so I always play the free trial of, because if you have Game Pass Ultimate or EA Play, you get the 10 hour trial or whatever. So I always play and I, and I play online. And by the time that 10th hour rolls around, I usually have my fill of how bad the game is. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it and it, it's crazy because like playing online is way worse. Like the lag, it's pretty much like a turn-based RPG at that point. You just got to guess. You just got to guess on where players are going. Like yeah. I have fiber internet. I'm plugged in, you know, and, and it's just. But then you go over to like franchise mode or exhibition or whatever, and it's like it plays probably like it's supposed to. And it's like, gosh, like, why can't it play like this online? Yeah. Like I said, I mean, you need competition. You need you competition to push it. You to really push do. you to do better, to push you to innovate, to push you to incorporate new things, to kind of entice players, to convince them yours is the superior product. Yeah. No I mean, I... that's why Madden dominated because they had NBA, they had uh, ESPN, and uh-huh. they had 2K, like, really kind of pushing them to yeah. become the better one. Yeah, so. and, the, and the year that 2K was considered better was 2K5. And yeah, that then, was the last. Yeah. And then yeah. EA said, okay, all right, instead of uh, competing, we're going to buy the competition. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I'm, actually a, <laughs> I'm actually a firm believer that Madden was still better that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played both. Uh, and Madden was, I think Madden was still better that year, but it mm-hmm. scared them because it was quite good. 2K5 was quite good, and they yeah. had the they had the first person mode, so you could like switch mm-hmm. to the running back and play in first person, which was, by the way, really jarring. But it was yeah. cool, like it was a cool mode. Uh, but they definitely had competition and they were rolling up fast. And I actually liked how, on it, at least on defense, where you could actually choose like. Okay, instead of just picking one play, you could be like, "Oh, well, I want the defensive lineman to slant left, and I want the uh, the DBs to cover, you know, zone cover, and then I want the linebackers." You could choose by position mm-hmm. on like what you wanted them to do instead of just like a play. And I yeah. thought it was really cool. I thought it was really awesome. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, also, they kind of did that a little bit on the offensive side of the ball too, but there's kind of less. You know, because mm. like it, it's so determined on like offense is so determined on what the other players are doing. But. That's kind of what I wish FIFA would do, because there's so many. I mean, you know, from my perspective, being I, I've coached soccer for like 15 years at this mm-hmm. point. And uh, there, there's so many different like kind of like tactics that you that you teach, but they're not necessarily like like predetermined plays like in um like in basketball or in mm-hmm. football or something like that. But, yeah. you know, there's certain like defensive tactics that 
um, you know, like where you press the defense or I, obviously there's like modes where you could kind of like be, have a high defensive line or you could have a kind of like a far back defensive line. Like if you want to park the bus, so to speak, you can do that. But those are like very basic. Like I'm talking like more specifics. Like I want my outside backs to be further up the field or like, I want my, uh, I want my center midfielder to be more like a false nine position. So there's so many other different things that I wish like you could kind of change like before a game. Right. To, I don't know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, good times. Sports, yeah, sports good games, times. sports games. I really like playing FIFA, by the way. I, I don't really pay attention to soccer, but I, I really like FIFA. <laughs> kind of like mm-hmm. golf. I like golf games, but I don't care about golf. You know. All right, Stoy, let's get into our topic of the show. It's a big one. Uh, I had a different topic, but we'll we'll do that next week. But this okay. this kind of coincides with the Halo show release. <laughs> Whoa. <coughs> Whoa. That was weird. <laughs> I was Just choking. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Power of editing. At a, an hour and 20 minutes recording. We're going to cut that out. All right, cool. Probably not. Uh, so on top of the Halo show, there's a big rumor that The Rock is going to star in some sort of Gears of War adapt- adaptation. And the topic this week is, is Xbox going to try to go full force into uh, movies and TV again? Uh, like they were trying to do at the launch of the Xbox One generation? Are they going to go about it differently than how Sony's going about it? And do we really need Xbox games to be turned into TV or movies? And which one would work better? Um, so, yeah. So if anybody has been paying attention, uh, the Coalition and the Gears of War Twitter accounts tweeted out, uh, let's have a badass new year 2022. And it was like... in. Some people think that we're going to get a Marcus Phoenix collection or like an Xbox 360 uh, saga collection that includes Judgment in a kind of an HD form, kind of like the Master Chief collection. Uh, some people think that we're going to get a Gears show or movie. And then that coincides with something that The Rock tweeted out last week where he was like, mm-hmm. we're bringing one of the most badass games uh, to the big screen. And I've been playing this game for almost two decades, which Gears kind of fits into that at this point because the first one yep. came out in 2000, what, five or six, right? And so, in yep. The Rock, what video game characters do you think of when you think of somebody that looks like The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Gears, clearly. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think do you think Xbox is going to try to do TV and movies now that Halo is coming and Gears is kind of rumored? I mean, it you know, it, it's tough because Halo is one of their biggest franchises and they've tried for years to get that onto the silver screen. Mm-hmm. You know, they had that uh, partnership with Steven Spielberg like years and years ago yeah. where they were going to bring it to I I think they were going to bring it to the big screen. Yeah. Well, but, it was going to um, be it was going to be like produced by Amblin, which is yeah. Steven Spielberg's company and and mm-hmm. Peter Jackson was going to direct it. Was yeah. like that was the movie, right? That was going to be his follow up to Lord of the Rings, and then they pushed it because he was doing King Kong, and then he yeah. dropped out, and then Steven Spielberg dropped out, and then Neil Blomkamp was attached to it after District mm-hmm. Nine and Elysium. Yeah, and uh, Neil Blomkamp had that really good demo video of like what Halo could look like, and I remember seeing uh-huh. that when I was when it first came out, I was like, Ah, dude, I'm in on this. Yeah, I'm in on this. Like, I, I mean, like the gritty style of Neil Blomkamp, but 
Yeah, uh, that yeah. Uh, I mean, I District Nine was like an okay movie, but I really loved the aesthetic and how it was shot. Yeah, and I was like, man, that could really be cool in a Halo universe, like mm-hmm. on the ground, kind of like almost even if it wasn't Master Chief, like an ODST style game. Yeah, or mo- or show in that style that would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's fine. I know it's all kind of part of the conversation, but I mean, it's it, it's kind of tough because, you know, if Halo, if Halo doesn't succeed, I really think Microsoft is is really putting all their chips in this basket. Mm-hmm. That if Halo the Halo TV series succeeds, then that's going to push them to do more. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it fails, I think they're going to backtrack and say, okay, maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't mm-hmm. dive into this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, because I mean, I guess if you can't get, I, maybe their mindset is you can't get Halo to work. What could you get to work, right? And, yeah. But like, I could totally see an over-the-top gears movie, almost right. Like, the first thing I thought of, like as a gears movie, it was like, I know, I know, Dave Bautista's voiced very heavily that he wants to play Marcus Phoenix to the point where they put him in Gears Five as Marcus yeah. Phoenix, which did not. Did, sorry, it just he's too young at that point. At mm-hmm. least you know, like I, I, I like Dave Bautista. I think he's, I think he's a fun actor, especially in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. He's clearly the best part of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, if you're gonna have him as Marcus, like he's got to be. It's got to be like Gears original trilogy era. Yeah, um, but, but then I, you... I, I couldn't see The Rock. I mean, I couldn't see the. I, I could see him more as a Dom like character. If he were to be in Gears, I wouldn't see him as Marcus Phoenix. I also thought about Dave Bautista as as Marcus and The Rock as Dom. Mm-hmm. But, spoilers for Gears, you're not going to give The Rock a character that dies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you aren't really. Unless, I, don't think, I don't think The Rock is going to take that. Unless they move away, like Halo's clearly doing, moving away from the games and doing its own kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, like... I don't know. I I felt like maybe you would put the Rock as Marcus at that point, mm-hmm. which I would feel really bad for Dave Bautista because he's been voicing that forever. But obviously, the Rock is the biggest thing in Hollywood. I also thought of I also thought of John Cena as Baird, <laughs> based off of Suicide Squad. Honestly, and Peacemaker. yeah, on, yeah, that's yeah, Peacemaker. He he could really do a really good job with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I like that was that was my instant thought was like. The Rock, if The Rock is Marcus, John Cena is, and it would just be like one of those weird WWE crossover movies. Yeah, and if Terry Crews isn't Ter- cast as a uh, Cole, yeah, Terry Crews was my first thought for Cole as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got that same energy. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, but then who would you cast as Dom? That's the question. Like I said, I suppose. I mean, in this situation, I suppose The Rock would be good, but um, hmm. Roman Reigns, I guess, isn't he like his best friend? Isn't he like The Rock's best friend? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know wrestlers. Those are the four wrestlers I know. Three wrestlers I know. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't. I don't know who you would cast as Dom at this point. Hmm. I lo- I looked up Hispanic actors because Dom is, uh, you know. Yeah. And I there's no one here that looks like. Yeah, you know, I mean, if John Leguizamo or George Lopez, those are the first two names that popped up. Probably not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Neither then, of them. And then Cheech Marin. <laughs> no, no, no. Probably no, no, not no, going to no. be Dom. 
No, no, no. I mean, it'd have to be someone like, 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 like obviously like a kind of like mm-hmm. a more like an unknown mm-hmm. type character. Yeah. Or something. Oscar Isaac popped or- up, which like could be interesting. He would be like kind of the only one out of those mm-hmm. that would st- stick out. But also like the rock is so big and John Cena is so big and Terry Crews is so big. I don't really know how big Oscar Isaac is, but he's not that big. What about Mario Lopez? Mario. AC Slater as uh, mm. AC Slater as Dom. I mean, that would be a weird choice. It's, <laughs> it's an inspired choice. I'll, I'll say that, uh, dude. That'd be no. I mean, I'm putting the I'm putting a hard no on that one. But <laughs> I mean, like honestly, Dave Bautista as Dom could be cool. Dave Bautista could work, yeah. But like, I know he wants the Marcus role, and do you give him the the sidekick role? I mean. I... Dave Batista at this point he's not thinking sidekick role anymore. I mean, isn't that why he uh that why that's why he turned down uh to play Drax again or he he's playing Drax. This is the last time he's playing Drax. Isn't last this time movie? playing Drax, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, but like if you're going to cast The Rock as your main role, you're, you're like The Rock isn't a sidekick guy either. No, yeah. But I think Dave Batista would be awesome as Dom. He's kind of like I mean, yeah, outside of outside of Drax, he's kind of got that like cool demeanor. He's not a super huge name in acting to the point where you like you can't kill him off later. Obviously, if you're going to go do the whole trilogy, like right. I think that would be a cool, good casting. Mm-hmm. But, no, I I mean I like I said I I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. But. Um... You know, I, I I still can't wrap my head around the Rock as Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, just... I can't. I can't either. I also thought about like, what if they did something outside of Gears One? If they told like their own story within the universe, that could be interesting. But I think Marcus is the draw, right? I think Delta Squad is the draw to Gears. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it'd be cool to do like a kind of like an Emergence Day type mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Of just like the, you know, the first day of the locust attack mm-hmm. and Marcus Phoenix and his Delta squad, I mean, or whatever squad he was, you know, in charge of at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Instead I mean, of that... like present day Gears 1 or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, I was also thinking the story of Gears tactics, but like the rock doesn't have enough hair to be Gabe. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, let me see. Um Baird's team in Gears Judgment. I want to see what kind of characters there are. Kilo Squad. There was the Russian dude. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, there's a. No, there's. I, I was trying to think of like anybody that he could play in that squad, but it's. I mean, it's Cole and the Russian guy mm-hmm. and the red-haired girl. So. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see what's happening, but. I think if I, I mean, who knows? It it might not be gears, right? That the Rock is hyping up, but a lot of people have been making those connections. Yeah. Um, what is like? I mean, what was it that he said again? He said he played that franchise for like twenty years or something like that. Is that um, what he said? He said, "Let me let me find the direct quote." He said, "Almost two decades." Almost two decades. Okay, got it. Because I mean, we I mean we we gotta we gotta think. Obviously, Xbox itself is twenty years old. Yeah. So. It's not like um, 
Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, Gears is roughly 10 to 12 years old. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Here, everyone is guessing what The Rock's new video game movie might be. Uh, It says, I can't tell you which game in particular we're doing, but there will be an announcement this year. Uh, We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen and one I've played for uh, almost two decades. Uh, I'm really excited to bring it to the fans uh, around the world. Of course, we're going to do it right by the, our gamer friends, but really, we're just going to make a great movie. Um, yeah, that's that's it, it. That's the hardest part about video game movies is the rabid fan base mm-hmm. that are so protective. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we've already talked about this with the whole like Halo fan base. They're so protective of their franchises, mm-hmm. and if there's any sort of deviation from the formula that the video games set, then it's like, no, that can't happen that way. Yeah. Uh, There's some pretty good memes here, though, underneath this. Uh, Rockman, it's basically, like, it's him photoshopped in a Mega Man costume. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, did you see our EXP cast Discord? Uh Uh-uh, I haven't, no, what? No, we, uh, like, when, when this announcement came out, we threw up a whole bunch of, like, really shitty photoshops of, um, who we think the rock should be as <laughs> I'm trying to, I mean, there's been a lot of monster hunter talk lately in there in our room, but um, yeah, I think there was, I think I, I made a really crappy Photoshop of him on mega man's on a mega man suit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone did Terry Diggs with Coltrane. Uh, uh, let's see. There's one. Oh, by the way, did you watch, did you watch the rampage movie he was in? No, I didn't. It was actually okay. Like it was definitely watchable. Okay. I would. It's on HBO Max. If you have that, it's it's yeah. It's okay. Like it's definitely watchable and way better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was also in Doom. Remember when he was in Doom? Yep. I remember when he was in Doom. That was not great. <laughs> yeah. Jo- yeah. Josh ended up photoshopping him on Marcus Phoenix's uh, body too. But uh, yeah, I think someone post uh, posted a picture of him with uh, on the Minecraft character. <laughs> I mean, that would that that would be an insane movie if he just voiced someone in the Minecraft movie or something. Because that yeah. there is a movie in development, right? A Minecraft movie somewhere in development. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Jeez. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The Rock could be in. Let's see. Let's see what people say. People are saying. Uh, badass video game adaptations Rock could be a part of. Here we go. Uh, oh, the other game people were pointing at was God of War. But I don't know. He was already Hercules, and that movie didn't go well. Yeah. I could see him playing Kratos, though. I mean, yeah, but I think Kratos is too dark. Well, I suppose he's playing as Black Adam. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could do, he could do dark. Yeah. Uh, there's also a Call of Duty movie in development, which people are attaching him to. Well, they've been talking about a Call of Duty movie for years, man. I know. Like, jeez. Like, I, I don't even, I don't even listen anymore. <laughs> oh, people are tagging him, are pegging him as Dom in a Gears of War movie. Okay. Because Dave Bautista is apparently already attached to it. Oh, okay. Huh. Hmm. I could. 
that's that's an interesting push. Do you think he would be linked with? Um, I know they announced that uh, they got the Mortal Kombat two movie has a yeah has a uh, new director. That? Who would he it could be? be Baraka. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's already got the bald thing going. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he would want to be something in something that's going to be more high profile. Yeah, for sure. Not that Mortal Kombat wasn't high profile when it came out, but it mm. didn't review well. And nobody... I liked it. I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Uh, I liked it. Also, The Miz is is campaigning to play uh, Johnny Cage, which is hilarious. Who? The Miz. He's like he's a, he's a wrestler. Oh, okay. Got he, it. He, right. like, he was on Dancing with the Stars this past season, which is a show me and my oh. wife both enjoy. And he's okay. like, he's really fun and really funny. And he's de- he clearly is John, Johnny, Ca- uh, Johnny Cage. Okay. I almost said Johnny Cash. Not Johnny Cash. Johnny Cage. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. People are pegging The Rock as Dom, but I don't think he would sign up to be a character that's going to die. That's my only okay. thing. That's my only thing. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm really trying to think. I'm like kind of searching through like 20 year old video game franchises and trying to kind of think to myself like, you know, what it could be. And you know, my brain went to like, you know, he could be in Metal Gear. He could be there. Could be a Metal Gear Solid game coming out, or movie. I mean, he could be. I mean, there could be a re another readaptation of uh, Street Fighter movies. Mm-hmm. Who could yeah, he be in he that? Could be, well, he could be. Uh... M. Bison? He could be M. Bison. Yeah, he could be. Who's the boxer? Balrog. Balrog. Yeah, he could be Balrog. Yeah, yeah he could be Balrog, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think he could probably nail that a lot better. Yeah. yeah Killer could. Instinct's about that, so you could do... They could even do that, too. Yeah. Hmm. So many different... So many different... Uh, paths here but i i think obviously the more obvious route is probably the gears of war mm-hmm. yeah so I, so i'm looking at uh recent video game movies in development uh live action so uncharted which is coming out soon right yep. which i'm actually excited to watch that too yeah yeah i am too uh sonic the hedgehog too he could be in borderlands because him and kevin Hart are buddy buddy but they already announced that, though. Yeah, they already announced that. So, they already announced who was going to be in it. And I know who, who was the big guy in the first one. What was his name? Uh, Roland, which is Roland. Kevin, yeah, he was that's big... who Kevin Hart's playing, though. So that's weird. Uh, I mean, he could play the what the berserker, I guess. What's his name? I forget. That's what I was talking about. The big, oh, the, the big, big guy. berserker. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there uh, Gears of War is tied to Universal. OK. Uh, and yeah, it's it's tied to Universal. It hasn't been announced, but the script is apparently tied there, and they're looking for people to. I guess I don't know. It, mm. I didn't know that. I know The Rock is tied. I know Seven Bucks Productions is really heavy into some Universal pictures too. That could make that it's making sense. Just Cause is also a movie in development, which I could see him blown shit up. Yeah. Uh, Just Dance. But I, to... I, I, I don't think he would sign on for that kind of small of a franchise, though. What, Just Cause? Just Cause. Yeah. 
Just Dance, I don't see him in that. I, <laughs> I don't see him in Ghost of Tsushima. Minecraft, Mega Man, Metal Gear Solid is is in there. Portal, uh, Untitled Rabbids film. Mm. Uh, Tomb Raider. Is there someone in yeah. Tomb Raider he could be, like the bat, like a villain or like a? I mean that the the the, the Tomb Raider. There's not really any other identifiable characters in the Tomb Raider series of mm-hmm. video games <gasps> besides no. Lara Croft. No. Who is her sidekick guy in the video game? Oh yeah, yeah, in the in the reboots. Yeah. Jonas. Yeah, well, Jonas, that was it. Yeah. Jonah, Jonas. Yeah. Yeah. He could he Yeah, could, you're right. He could be Jonah. He ain't going to be a sidekick. <laughs> Fair. I mean, he could be, I suppose. Yeah. And then uh Space Invaders Saints Row and Yakuza are all the confirmed movies in development. Saints Row, huh? Still. Yeah. There's also animated movies that are in development. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Angry Birds movie in development, apparently. Okay. I don't know if he would do that. I mean, he's, he's done animated movies before, but I don't think he would be in that. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's also a bunch of Pokemon movies in development. So, I don't know. Uh, do, so, it, uh, I guess we can move on. I feel like we've been talking about this a little bit longer, mm. but do you? Th- what other Xbox franchises do you could you see making it to TV or 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 movies? I think Perfect Dark would be a good franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really kind of uh, itching for some kind of like super spy type uh, series. Yeah, and especially that would especially be really good with a um um. With a with like a female lead actress, that would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah, I would I would love a Perfect Dark. It would be almost like a mm-hmm. like a James Bondish type movie, but like cooler with the gadgets and stuff. I well, guess. Yeah, it, like I a, mean, it'd be futuristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would play Who would play Joanna Dark? It's a good pick. That is a good pick. And is she is she not American? Is she American? She, she, she's British. She's British. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was going to look up British actresses, but I guess you could be American and have, like, act a British yeah. accent. But Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, it, it goes both ways. you got British actresses that are, like, you know, doing American accents and it's easy, and then you got the vice versa thing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, let's see. you got Kira Knightley. You have uh, Emily Blunt. You have Emma Watson, Rachel Weiss. I guess those. I you know I, honestly I could as weird as this for me to say I could see Emma Watson doing that. I mean, maybe I mean she's it, you know she, it would be a different kind young. Of role for her. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, if she wants to, you know, show range. Yeah. You know, and be an action star. Yeah, uh, Amelia Clark. I'm trying to look at people who I would feel like are young enough for mm-hmm. that. Uh. Gemma Archerton could be like those are the ones that pop up that are would be young enough to do that role. I think. Mm-hmm. So. What um, what one would you think? Did you have an idea of uh, a franchise? What franchise? Um, yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking like Dishonored could probably be cool. Uh, I I was thinking like maybe Dishonored would go almost like a weird kind of 
Resident Evil or Underworld style thing where you have that weird kind of gradient over the entire movie. Uh, yeah, actually, Underworld would be a really good parallel to yeah. that because that had a really gritty. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? Now that we mentioned Underworld, uh, uh, Kate Beckinsdale. Yeah. Would yeah. be a good Joanna Dark. Yeah. She was on that list, too. Yeah. Uh, now that I, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just looking at actresses that like maybe could uh, see Emma Roberts. I'm looking at American actresses now. Uh, okay. Sophie, Sophie Turner. I feel like Sophie Turner could do an okay job. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's Char- Charlize Theron would be like my first choice. Well, yeah, because she. I mean, she kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, she already did Atomic Blonde, which was good. She always is yeah. a badass. Uh, uh, Mad Max, she was in the new Mad Max movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. She was in, back in the day, mm-hmm. Aeon Flux. Yeah. She did that. Yeah. She she can do a lot. Mm-hmm. She was in that movie on Netflix, Old Guard. Did you watch that? I have not. It's like a bunch of like supernatural like protectors of the world, and they just kind of go in and kind of like... I don't know. They're kind of they kind of come back to life when they die. It's it's interesting mm-hmm. premise. It's it's interesting. Okay. Gosh, Xbox owns so many franchises now that I gotta like look them up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> owned franchises. I could I could almost see Fable as almost like a parody of Lord of the Rings at some point. Too. I thought about that too. Fable would be yeah. Fable would be good. It's just. You know, you, you have to have a you have to have a franchise that's kind of like identifiable with an audience, and I think Fable. It's been too long since we've had a meaningful Fable, yeah, game. You know, yeah. So, I think. Uh, shoot. Oh well. Okay, I didn't. I guess I forgot about this, but there's a Fallout show coming to Amazon. It's actively in development. What? Yeah, I did not really? know that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I for, I totally forgot about that. Mm. Uh, let's see, Outer Worlds could be interesting. That could be fun. Yeah, I mean, it could be like a almost like a Star Warsy kind of the way they're doing the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Hey, Battle Toads. <laughs> Battle Toads. Could I you mean, imagine Rock... a live action Battle Toads movie? Bro, like you know. The Rock already has to build for it. Yeah, it's true. You know, so. or and I, I, I did you play the more recent Battletoads? Yeah, it was actually it was pretty hilarious. Like a lot of those cut scenes were like, man, they could turn this into a really funny cartoon series. Yeah, I thought like the I writing thought for was sure. on point. The humor was really good. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be like a Cartoon Network like style cartoon at some yeah. point or Nickelodeon like late night mm-hmm. Nickelodeon style thing kind of like a, yeah I, I almost like it as like an adult swim mm-hmm. kind of thing so i thought like oh that, that'd be an interesting uh, if they actually took it to be like a main franchise but um yeah ah, well what if what if the rock repri- like not reprises his role but does another doom movie uh was that a netflix exclusive they had a they had they did another doom movie that was a netflix exclusive that yeah. was pretty bad it was it was it was worse than B movie. Yeah, I heard it was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, I can't believe I sat through it. 
You know what movie I would really like to see, honestly, though? It would be a yeah. Wolfenstein movie. Or like a show kind of like a Man in the High Castle. Yeah. But like in a Wolfenstein universe almost. I wondered that if that yeah, if that could do the whole like alternate history mm-hmm. with the Nazis winning World War II, kind of like the uh, what the Wolfenstein timeline did, mm-hmm. where like an alternate history where like, you know, the Nazis became like super powered. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I almost think like, man, that that would be so cool. But like, I feel like The Rock couldn't really be B.J. Blazkowicz. No, I I just I, not that like you can't have someone who's not white play B.J. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's so intrinsically tied to B.J. and the time period of yeah. the game, right? That like. You almost have to have a white person saving people who aren't white, or well, you know especially what I mean? since I mean, they made it known that obviously he has a Polish upbringing, mm-hmm. so that has to be tied into the character. I mean, you know? yeah, but does it at this point? Because there's we've seen so many things take liberties. Like, I mean, you well, know, then, what I mean? well, then don't call him B.J. Blazkowicz. Then you call him something else. Yeah, you know, you could have a Wolfenstein movie. And maybe I'll get crucified for this or whatever. And that was a poor choice of words, but uh, I, I may get I may get blasted for this. But you can have a Wolfenstein main protagonist not be B.J. Blazkowicz. Yeah, could. Yeah, you know. So if The Rock played as that role, he could be a completely different character. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the the things I don't want to see though is like I think I think the easiest thing you could do is basically do like a State of Decay show. Th- basically be the walking dead you know oh, no, i don't know no that. no, no <laughs> I, I, I i don't i don't want that but i feel yeah, like that would be I'm like that. that would be like the the easy one. Oh, walking dead's popular let's put state of decay as a zombie show and see what happens yeah hey like walking dead's ending so let's replace it with something else called like walking dead right yes. mm-hmm. or yeah. or like uh elder scrolls basically be a lord of the rings style show I, I think that would be an easy one to put your get your foot in the door with, especially if you have mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Six coming out in a couple yeah. years, right? Like that would be a one you could develop. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at like these shows or these these games that have come out recently, like, and I I can't think of anything that would be like. Oh man, I, I that would be a really cool thing if they tried to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Hellblade is one that I'm looking at as like that would be a that would be a really trippy thing, but I feel like I feel like it wouldn't work as a movie. No. You know. No, because because the main draw of it is that you're experiencing it, and yeah. you can't experience it, it, it as a movie compared to a video game and that's why a lot of times video game the video game medium is a better storytelling device than a movies can be mm-hmm. which is which is where i think like i feel like tv shows would work better for games like i think we've already proven that at this point mm-hmm. right with with the surprise kind of success of castlevania and uh what was the other video game thing that recently came out that was uh I know Devil May Cry is being produced by the same team. 
uh, Dota, the Dota oh, yeah. anime series was really good. Yeah, a lot of people love that. So like, and I'm I'm not even a Dota fan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like TV like just because like you're so invested in games for such a long time that how are you going to cram a game into two hours, right? Yeah, and yeah, there's certain things like I think Uncharted is going to be an okay movie, right? Just because it's mm-hmm. got all the pieces to make a movie, just make a dumb Indiana Jones movie, and there you go. But like mm-hmm. something like how are you gonna how you how would you turn fallout into a movie right like it's gonna work better as a tv show yeah it really is i mean that and that's the problem because like you, you take a you take a video game movie like say for example resident evil they packed the first game and the second game into one movie right and there is so much lore associated with each game that they rushed the story yeah and to me as the fan as a fan of both the original games i was able to follow along but i couldn't imagine being someone that had no idea about this universe right. like man i was just getting this huge information dump yeah like dumped on me over these last couple minutes yeah. and now i'm supposed to keep up with the rest of the events right and like at that point with resident evil they should have made the first movie its own movie and then if they were going to combine movies they should have done two and three right that that's the honestly that's how they sh- honestly that's how they should have done it yeah you know i you can- i'll totally agree with you on that yeah I mean, I enjoyed the ride, but it's like they, they rushed it. Yeah. They really rushed it. Yeah. And I don't know. I just – and after that after that second movie, I feel like that those movies just made a turn for like we're just going to do our own thing. And if someone, yep. sh- if someone shows up from the games, then someone's going to show up, right? But, yeah. Well, I was talking about the more recent one, Welcome uh, to Raccoon City. Oh, the more recent one. Yeah, the more recent one. Okay. Yeah, no, the first, yeah, I mean, the original Paul W.S. Anderson ones, they they went on their own track right mm-hmm. from the start. Yeah. And honestly, his second, the second movie that he did, he, I don't think he even directed it. He brought in a different director, but that was actually more true to the video games than any of those other movies that he he directed or produced. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to watch those movies again just because they're dumb. <laughs> uh, but... I don't. I don't want to watch the Netflix one because you said it was bad. You said it was the really Netflix. bad, or the the more recent one. I don't. I didn't think it was bad. I just think it was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to exactly explain it. I mean, I, I I tried to explain it on my podcast like multiple times, where like Josh doesn't understand why the hell I like it, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't know why I like it, but like I like it as a Resident Evil fan. But I do admit that they have some faults with the storytelling and the pacing of it. Mm -hmm. And what they did to my boy Leon, like, you know, but. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I just, I guess I just, I just don't really care that much. A, I don't really care that much if movies are like five stars or, you know, zero stars. Like, I, I just want a fun ride. But also, like, I don't really need games to be movies either, you know? No, I don't either, yeah. Um, as I sit here being really excited for the Halo show. But, I mean, that Assassin's Creed movie was like, why did we need that, you know? And, and see, I, and that's the thing. We don't. Yeah. We really don't. Like, I mean, would you have been fine if there were no, there were no Halo TV series? I mean, yeah, I would be totally fine if there was no Halo yeah, TV Yeah, I'd show. be totally like, fine with it, too. Like I would still enjoy the Halo franchise just as much as mm-hmm. you know, yeah. If we had a TV series or like Tomb Raider or Uncharted, and it's like I feel like 
I feel like those have the highest rate for to be successful because they're based on things we already know, like Indiana Jones and stuff. And you could be staple that whole outline onto this movie and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I understand what this is trying to do. And I mean, th- those games were pretty cinematic anyways, but it's still like those movie those, sh- those games were still like 12 to 15 hours long. Yeah. H- how are you going to condense that into 120 minutes? Like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. And I know they're doing their own thing. And I, that's what I think I appreciate most about uncharted and halo what they're doing now is like they're kind of doing their own thing and they're not sticking to the script of the games. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's where they're going to have the most success also is like, if you, if you are not limited by what the games have already done and you can kind of tell your own story and make your own canon within like, okay, yeah. Master chief looks great. There's things I recognize. Let's just tell a fun story that resembles halo, whatever. Right. Like, that's fun. Mm. I really enjoyed the trailer. I really enjoyed the Uncharted trailer too. Like I know when that that's been through development hell too, but like when they released that first trailer, I was like, "Man, I've been making fun of this for so long, but it actually looks f- so fun." Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm into it, you know? And like The Last of Us on HBO and the Twisted Metal show that's coming, like if those do their own things outside of the canon of the game, which I think it looks like The Last of Us is going to be like the most straightforward. It feels like uh, just based on casting and who's in it and like what, like Neil Druckmann really being involved in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's going to be the most disappointing in a way, you know? Really? Yeah. Not not that it's like I feel like the quality is going to be the highest because it's HBO and people involved in the games are involved in the show and whatever, but like. I feel like people who played the game, there's nothing new there. You know, I mean, there might be like a scene or two in, a, in an episode where like they dive deeper into something or they change something a little bit just to throw you off. But like overall, I feel like it's going to be the same. And they've already seen this story before. So like, what are you really getting out of it? Mm. You know, so, I don't know. I feel like I'm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, we, we could talk in circles over like what we what we expect out of, you know, video game movies and, um, you know, TV series or miniseries or however you want to look at it. But ultimately, it all comes down to like the fan reaction and what entices movie studios to make this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a string of really bad like video game to, you know, video game to movie adaptations that there was a lull for a while to say like studios didn't even want to touch anything with mm-hmm. a 10 foot pole. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some people started to kind of break out into, Hey, let's give it a shot. And let's really actually put forth some effort into making this a w- worthwhile adventure that both fans of the video games and new fans will enjoy. And that's going to be the hardest draw is to delve uh, fans from both camps. Right. Did you, you know, but did you see the Tomb Raider movie, the newest one? Yes. Did did you like it? I did. I mean, I it, it told a really good origin story, and um, it followed a little bit of that first reboot movie, but still took a few liberties of its own right. to really tell a good story. And I think, you know, ultimately, I, th- I think it did the trick. I mean, is it a deep story? No, but none of the Tomb Raiders were really deep stories or right. deep character-driven stories. It was a really good action flick with a chick that was badass. So, yeah, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. I was just, I was just wondering if like Elusive Vikander could probably play a badass Joy in a Dark. By the way, she could actually. She really could. Um, but... Yeah. She's pretty. She, she got pretty ripped for Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. I just. I like what I like, and I want more of what I like, and I think that's why, you know, maybe Halo, I'm not as sour as a bunch of other people on the internet. Uh, I just, like, I like Halo. I want to see more Halo, and if this is how you're going to give it to me, if this is how I'm going to get mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. So, I I don't know how, if you want to hit on anything else there, but... Um, and, no. And, and it's the same with Uncharted, you know? if you, I just, like, I want more of what I like. I don't care how I get it anymore mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm too old to be a sour puss on the internet <laughs> yeah no kidding i mean i'm getting too old for it um it, i'm not dying on any hill yeah i'm not going to get into an argument or if someone comes at me and says that welcome to raccoon city sucked i'm like i don't care fine <laughs> you don't like it whatever and if you don't understand the way I like it, then I, I don't really care to describe it to you. I don't really care to explain to you why I liked the Tomb Raider movie or why I actually liked Welcome to Raccoon City. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter to you, and I'm not going to change your mind. Right. So, yeah. or change your perspective. I think that's part of the problem is that mm-hmm. people expect to change minds, and it's like you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I like, Stoy? Mm. our audience for listening to this episode of arsenal x i want to thank everybody for watching and or listening y'all the real mvps yeah you are you give us you give us a reason to come back every week Mm. other than the fact that i i enjoy stoy's company oh i enjoy your company too as well Uh, it makes sunday nights worth it yeah it does so if you are listening on itunes or spotify please leave us a five-star review subscribe to the youtube channel stoy where can we find you uh, I am on the EXP cast, a video game podcast within the Boss Rush Network as well. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram there at EXP cast. And on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Stoy, MKE8. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow me at I am Corey NHC on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast every Wednesday night live right here on Twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen to our show. Catch all of our content on BossRush.net. And until next week, we love you. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. What's the matter, you hurt? Hey, bro. Hey, bro.